Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com. Welcome back to another episode of My Feminine Heart. April, thank you so much for joining us in the My Feminine Heart studio. Glad to be here again. So April Kirshner, owner of Salasta Med, is our top expert on all things med spa. Right on. And this is your second time visiting us in the mm -hmm. studio. Uh, if you saw the last interview, we were touching on all the little things that April can do. And the list is almost, it's like a catalog of the right. services that you offer. What interests me the most at this point is based on some of the interviews that we've already had on the show, what you can do with facial feminization. And the reason that I, I love that is one, I've had facial surgery out of like emergency and I had to deal with two different plastic surgeons. I have a scar over my eyebrow and it was a horrifying experience. Um, I was told by one surgeon I was going to be paralyzed. I was going to need multiple surgeries through my life. It's like this big, long story. Wow. Um, but it, it, it terrified me. And um, I had, well, I basically, I had a tumor on my forehead. So the second surgeon I worked with was amazing. He saved me. Um, I'm actually okay that I've had the surgery now. Like, it was a little scarring in my 20s. Right. Um, but I now naturally have that like little eyebrow raise. <laughs> you know? Everybody loves that. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it's funny when, when you came into my life, like I, I feel like I've known you for a couple years now. Um, I photographed for you. I've watched you build Salasta Med. Right. Um, you know, as I'm, as I'm getting exposed to this idea, because I was like, I would never have plastic surgery. I just, I can't handle it because of the scarring I personally had from that surgeon. Right. But as like, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to everyone about, you. Everybody has been so excited. So we're based in York, PA. Salasta Med is housed in the heart of Rise Beauty Company. And I don't think a day goes by when I'm around friends who know April or that I'm in Rise because I feel like I'm in Rise all the time. Right. Um, where somebody isn't saying, it's time for me to get Botox. Like, I'm so ready for this. And like, <laughs> you know, as a photographer, I'm always used to people telling me the things that they want to have airbrushed. Those conversations are weaning out and they're becoming right. like, I want the, I want to get rid of this line for real skis. Like, in real not life. A, yeah, not in a photo, but in real life. Right. Um, so what, what blows my mind is I did an interview, a transition story with Bree Sullivan. A lot of you know Bree. She's one of the co-chairs of First Event. And when Bree shared her story, and, and if you get a chance, you should watch or listen to her podcast, um, she talked about, you know, the debate of transitioning, not really believing, am I fully transgender, maybe I'm bi-gendered, like, you know, she did the, the journey that everyone did. And because of that, she took the, like, slow steps for this, and she had, and she shared this with me right after I asked you, so I had a conversation with April, and I said, why do I have these bags in her eyes, what can I do? And you said that's facial wasting. Mm -hmm. Volume loss. Volume loss. Yep. Um, and so Brie brought that out. But I'm like, oh, my God, I know all about facial wasting. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, talked about this. Yes. And right. so I'm in my late 30s. Brie, I believe, was around 40 um, from her interview when she was exploring her own um, muscle mass loss. Right. Is how you would hurt mass loss. So so a lot of it is you, you we all age. We all start to lose these cute little, and no one thinks of fat as cute, but you have these adorable little fat pads that You do when they're gone. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> and what we call the triangle of youth, when you're young, you have fullness here and it becomes thin at the bottom. When you start to age, you lose all of this. You're now becoming thin here and wide down here. 
Oh. Right. So the jowls, the chins, the folds, everything that starts to happen is pulling down on your face. Mm. So, well, how do you fix it? Well, what do you do? These hollow, oh my gosh, every, you know, everyone all of a sudden wakes up one day and they're like, what happened to my face? Yeah. So we have, first of all, is we have to sit and evaluate your face. What is bothering you? Are you actually losing the volume here? Are you losing it here? Is it under your cheek? Do we need to go the filler route? Do we need to go the sculpture route? Do we need to go, you know, just some Botox? There's, again, so many options here, but well, most commonly the under eye is a lot of people's concerns. Because you can't, like, I guess I could pay, like, surgically to do this. You can. You can pay to have the whole thing tightened and lifted, correct. But then am I one of those women walking around Whole Foods that, like, can't smile or move because they've had, like, tight facial it's surgery? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Um, something that I'm a big fan of, a big fan, is what's called Sculpture. Um, you and I barely touched on it. Um, no, all I've day. seen is you explain, if I put fat in here, <laughs> it'll pull the wrinkles <laughs> Sculpture. So Sculpture was actually developed, I believe, in the 80s um, for AIDS patients. And if you think of Tom Hanks in Philadelphia and how skinny he got, they are unable to rebuild that collagen. They lose the collagen. And I mean, that collagen is a big part of your facial um, structure, whether it's youthfulness, whether it's masculinity, whether it's the femininity. It's just a matter of what part of the face do you have more of it is what's going to give you our idea of feminine and masculine. So we're able to really contour that and, and help you whichever route you'd want to go. So just as an example, most people, most women, we just get so thin here. Mm -hmm. So we can really target Sculptra and injecting it in that area. So we want, what we're doing is we're creating um, little, what I call spider webs. So the way we inject it, it's very strategic because you're going to regrow what you've lost. Mm -hmm. So if you've lost, the rule of thumb is a uh, one ml of volume loss per decade of life. So you're pushing four ml. So if you come to me, <laughs> yeah. you're looking at four syringes of filler to start, which becomes very expensive. Um, not that it doesn't look beautiful. And four, four syringes sounds like a lot, but you'd be surprised how much you've lost here. Um, if, you know, if we would really look back at some of your pictures and see, you know, certain areas that you just, you don't realize because you see yourself every day. Well, I've asked you this because I've lost weight. I'm somebody who has struggled with my weight all my life. I go up and down, mm -hmm. um, but I am thinner in my face than I have ever been. You're probably much hollower here and mm -hmm. you're probably much hollower here. Yeah. And I see it. I see that in my photos. Does that affect it as well? hundred percent. Okay. hundred percent. I have So I'm women... aging myself going skinnier. Well... Yes and no. Okay. Um, no, you're aging yourself because you're losing the volume. You're losing the collagen. The fat is migrating down your face. And, anyway. Right. But also, there is, it is true that people that are a little bit heavier, you don't quite notice it as much. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, they've already got so much volume. Right. Yeah. So, there but at least that. I'm keeping it out of my jowls a little bit, right? Right. So, okay. And the idea with the sculpture, again, is... It's, it's all about strategic placement, what bothers you, what our goal is. This stuff is amazing. It literally will help. I have a 70-year-old woman currently who I have done three rounds on the, of this with. And this is something that you're going to obviously want to talk to your practitioner about. 
whether you're doing one, two, three vials, um, and how many sessions you need. They're all about four to six weeks apart, just like your hair growth cycle, your skin cycle. This is re you're regrowing this yourself. You're not going to metabolize it like a filler, like a hyaluronic acid. You're actually going to grow this collagen you've lost. So, and how long does it last? Great question. Um, so, what we, what it's written for, lasting, is about two to five years. Now, when I say lasting, this again is has nothing to do like with a filler where you metabolize it, where you're getting six months, nine months, twelve months, eighteen months if you're lucky. This is however you're aging. If it's taken you 40 years to lose this much volume and we're able to give you some Sculptra and really regrow and get you back to where you're happy, you may not need to come get a little boost from me for, you know, five years. That's amazing. It is incredible. So, and when we when we had the interview with Brie and she was having the actual surgery, because right. years ago that's what you had to do, was mm -hmm. that to accomplish this, you had to go through a plastic surgeon. Right. Um, you know, she was still in male mode and the doctor said, this might feminize your face. And she's like, oh no, that's okay. That's okay. But she used it kind of like as a baby step. Like she did that. And then she transitioned afterwards. And a lot of people think I need to wait until after I've started the transitioning process to do plastic surgery. But this is a way you can have micro changes. Absolutely. I mean, something as simple as, um, men typically have wider squarer jaws, mm -hmm. noses, you know, mm -hmm. facial features. That's something that I can use filler and give you a more feminine nose. We can give you a more Reese Witherspoon, you know, feminine chin. We can do a little Botox in your masseters here. It's going to slim your face down in addition to the chin and just give you that really pretty, again, I always go to Reese Witherspoon because she's got amazing features. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that, that's essentially what we're looking at. What is your goal? What do you want to change? Well, let me ask you this. So you said I would need four mLs. As a rule of As thumb. a rule of thumb. Right. Pushing 40, an mL a decade. Do people get that all at once? You can. I have, or, I have gone seven, eight mLs in a session. Can somebody do a micro amount? You know, we're all, maybe only they notice at first. So again, this is where it's really important to have a consultation with your practitioner because the, even taking one syringe, and I always have my people prepare, if we're doing something to your cheeks, if we're trying to augment that area to either replace the volume or to, again, change the shape or your contours, um, you're 99% you're of the time going to need at least two. You're going to need one for each side because as much as we don't want to face it, you have lost at least that. And if we do a micro amount, you're not going to notice it. And then that you're going to be unhappy. But that was my thought was, am I going to come in, have it all put in, and then walk out and people are like, oh my God, you look so different. No. And that is that is never my goal. As you have heard me say numerous times, when people look at me, I constantly want them going, does she? Doesn't she? What does she have done? Yes. Because you do not look like somebody who's had work done. Overdone. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's the goal. When you leave... Now, granted, there's always a little swelling. You know, you may bruise. There's, you're putting a needle in your face. There's always a risk of these things. Um, however, finished product, no one should be able to look at you and know that you had work done. That is, I have personally turned people away who, you know, let's use lips as an example. The Kardashians have really pushed the lips to, a, you know, the general mm. public. They've pushed everything. Mm -hmm. with, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. So you're a walking billboard for me. So if you come into me and already have gorgeous, perfect, you know, pouty lips and are asking me to put, you know, X amount more in there, there, there is a chance I will tell you no. 
because mm. again, this is natural beautification. This is not Joan Rivers and Kylie Jenner. It's just how far apart does a consultation have to be from the actual injection? If if time allows it, we could do it same day. And you're saying you could necessarily you could possibly you could possibly do this all at one time. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's coming in from out of town, mm-hmm. they could fly in, come into York, and they could meet with you. They could have this once and done appointment and then head back home. Absolutely. Now it would depend what they're looking at um, and where, like how they're traveling, because you do want to be careful with flying and fillers. Oh, why? Okay, this is good information. <laughs> um, it the pressure until it's settled, it can actually move and adjust of what we've done. Okay, how long? Just as an FYI for anybody, how long do you have to wait? I prefer you... people to give it a week. Oh, okay. I was thinking yeah. like a month. No, nothing crazy. Nothing yeah. crazy. Because you're getting married mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of May. Correct. And you've got your bridesmaids coming in now getting stuff done. Of course. So, yeah. you've got people right like some people who maybe they're going to be in photos are coming in now and we're we're mid-march um and they're going to be good to go exactly exactly okay now something like botox um you will see it 99 percent of people will see it within about a week um peak point of it actually kicking in is two weeks so just as an example when i do oh so you're not walking out really getting it at first like it's going to evolve yep over time now the filler you'll see right away Mm-hmm. The, because we're actually filling the area. But Botox, you're looking at, again, a couple days to two weeks. I, ha- I have people follow up with me in two weeks because anyone who's had Botox in their forehead or, you know, any area, you know, you're looking in the mirror going, I think it's kicking in. Do I see it? Is it working? Is my face not moving? Um, or this side kicked in and this side didn't. I ha- can't tell you how many people send me pictures a week after going, why is this side uh, worse than this one? Let's give it the full two weeks. And we'll see from there. Every time. Every single solitary time when that two weeks hits, they're like, oh, I'm good. It looks good now. You have to give it time to actually work. Okay. So if somebody, let's talk both real quick. Sure. If somebody wanted to feminize their face, Mm -hmm. you would do injections in the, possibly, just injections in the cheek. You could soften the nose. Mm -hmm. You could soften the chin. What else could you do? So You could plump the lips. Absolutely. Um, And again... There are, we'll call them rules in the beauty world of what makes feminine and masculine. Yeah. Um, and I would show you pictures and we would look at things together and you would point point out, you know what, my lips are shorter and higher versus I want wider lips. My chin, my side profile, you know, I don't like the way my nose uh, slants out or I don't have enough definition. I don't have, you know, that just really feminine point you know, that we're supposed to have, again, we would sit and figure out what works for you and to create a plan because fillers, you can do so much with it, so much. And, and same thing with Botox. There's a lot you don't realize you can do. Um, something as simple as um, a lot of uh, cultures, we'll, we'll use Greek as a perfect example. We all know what a Greek nose typically typically looks like and I have so many men and women that come in and they say can we do anything I don't want surgery and oh so I'm sorry does so it give bump. me an idea oh so they have a little bump they have a little bump and then it kind of points downward okay and um I can't I literally can't it's so exciting I cannot tell you how many times they come in and say I want filler I want you to give me the liquid nose job I want this 
So that's what it's lens. literally called. It's called the liquid nose job. Exactly. And that's amazing. We'll start with Botox. We will put, you know, however many units in here we need to, right under the mm -hmm. nose. It releases the muscle there. It lets it relax. And the nose will actually come up to, like, that cute little button nose, as we like to call it. And I would say a solid 50% of the time, the people don't even end up needing the filler. They are super happy with the way their nose has changed simply with the Botox. That's incredible. Like what you're able to do for people and not put them through the heart of going through the knife. Right. Yeah. Now, so we talked about how you would feminize. If somebody wanted to get a little more masculine in yeah. their face, what would you do? You would pronounce the jawline? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That, that's number one. And same thing with the nose. A lot of times just giving that appearance of like a nice strong jaw and a, and a little bit of a wider nose. Um, lips are a little bit tougher to really make them masculine. But again, we're going to sit down and look. It, you know, Somebody might be here have very specific needs. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And then we go on to the permanent cosmetics, which we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So like the permanent eyeliners of the permanent lip liner, yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. But, you know, before we even hit the permanent cosmetics, and we're going to have a whole podcast on that. Next, I'd love to talk to you because I'm very interested for myself and never having to shave my legs again. <laughs> and for anybody who um, needs to get rid of arm hair. So let's, can we talk laser hair removal? I would love to. Okay. I would absolutely love to. So uh, first and foremost, again, laser hair is not just for women. Well, we'll save it for, yeah, we'll save it for the next podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, for men or for women okay. or for anyone. Yep, anyone over 16. Anyone over 16. <laughs> That's good to know. Okay, so April Kirshner, thank you so much, owner of Salasta Med. You can find all of her information on the myfeminineheart.com website, also on salastamed.com. She does free consultations, so you can have like a Skype or FaceTime mm -hmm. consult with her. Um, you know, she's here in York, PA, which is so much less expensive than, and I'm, you know, I'm happy even to just share information. I love this literally from the bottom of my heart so much. So I would love, even if you just have questions and our timing just doesn't work, reach out to me. I'm happy, happy to answer questions. Oh, I'm so excited just from the information I'm getting. So I feel like I'm having my <laughs> consults right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you listeners. Thank you everyone at My Feminine Heart. If you're listening to this and you'd like to watch this episode, um, please sign up as a patron. Patron gets discounts from our top experts. They have access to watch all of our episodes, including the Cassandra Storm solo videos. And last but not least, patrons help keep us going. If you believe in our mission of outreach, support, and education for the transgender community, please support us. $9 a month, you can become a patron, and we greatly appreciate We need all of you to help keep this happening. And April Kirshner, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me again. Everybody, check out Salasta Med.